podcast where we reunite and bring together while motivating the passionate to pursue pretty sus to join the adventure so this is the third time we're doing um this topic for an episode but we felt um obligated to share more stories of more people given this topic is something that's very um relevant and timely now especially since everyone's really shifting to online platforms to look for content and even for like business aspects too Um, but the purpose of this um, episode and the episodes before this is really to encourage more people to kind of get out of their comfort zone and to really, you know, start creating their own content as well. Because we all know that the world needs it right now more than anything else with the state of everything that's going on. Um, and yeah, for everyone listening, just enjoy the conversation. We have two very special guests again to talk with us about being, you know, content creators and understanding their stories how they kind of blew up how they started posting content um and how they gained the confidence to be able to do so so if you guys want to introduce yourselves anyone can go first or we can go in alphabetical no long far it's easier <laughs> i think i'm going first yeah yeah um hi my name is logan hopefully everything's all stable and you can hear me well yep um yeah. i think i I, I'm currently a TikTok content creator, both professionally and hobbies-wise. Um, so it's what I do 24-7. Yeah. Nice. Welcome. Welcome. Nice to have you on the show. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm Nikki Bernabe, and I also make TikTok videos. I don't know if I'm a content creator, but I just make videos <laughs> for fun. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. great to have uh-huh. both of you on I'm super excited to hear your stories and kind of seeing you know a different perspective because the last time we did this it was two guys so now we're gonna see it from the side of girls someone um so I guess it's just like start to get the ball rolling so I guess the first question is like what made you guys want to start posting your content or like how did you decide what your niche was or what kind of stories you wanted to share with your followers because I think majority of the people we've had for this topic or almost all of them or, or if not all of them, they all said that they only started getting on TikTok when it was number one during COVID. And number two, like in the beginning, they really didn't understand like why TikTok was so great. Same for us also. We didn't understand it too. I didn't understand the hype behind it. Like 2019 when my friends started posting videos, I didn't understand what it was all about. And then it took two years after that for me to kind of get on the platform too and only recently have I been like realizing how you know addicting it is to just consume TikTok content for like hours on end so yeah what made you guys want to start posting your content well for me it's the opposite honestly I was in TikTok 2018 wow um so mm. I'm like an early adapter of the platform like I saw the potential Um, and then I, I got, I started for work. I started creating content a lot earlier than most people. It was pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think end of 2019, start of 2020 was when I started to 
get into it for work. So for context, I work for Shopee, so Shopee's TikTok. I'm the one who founded that. It went, we were only at like 900 followers then. So like I was the one who, me and like my other friend were the one who slowly built that up. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of oversight at that time because like no one cared. And you know, it was small, like, you know, it's a, it was a whatever throwaway cringe platform. But then it already had hype and following elsewhere, but like not in the Philippines, yeah. So, yeah. Um, for me, I also didn't really get into TikToks early on. I started it like, like I downloaded TikTok maybe end of the year of 2019. Because a lot of my friends had it and I was like, oh, what even is that? Yeah. So when then I hit, I had nothing to do. So I was like, oh, maybe I should just post stuff for fun and see what happens. And so, yeah. Two very different sides of like one started out really early because saw potential one joined the bandwagon with pretty much like more than half the population i think that's on tiktok now a lot of the content creators that are out there if you like scroll all the way to their first videos it's more like early 2020 lang like that's how you know they really started it during covid but that's really smart also of shopee to have had a tiktok like way earlier because i guess they had already kind of understood how it worked before everyone else started joining she didn't really see a lot of um, business accounts up there until mga last year talaga. Yeah. The thing that many people initially thought that TikTok was like, like very cringy in a sense na <laughs> if you're on TikTok, you're like, you know, the term jejimon or whatever. And, you know, yeah, I mean, now nowadays, TikTok is actually used for like so many things, I think that um, to have like um, platform, a different platform, and um, for entertainment as well, you know, for for content creators. And I really think that you know during the pandemic, you know, TikTok really played like a big part in just like everything, um, especially when people, you know, um, during the pandemic consumed more uh, online content than usual, and yeah, it's it's actually pretty crazy to see the growth of a of like an app, you know, um, an app that you kind of expected to like die die down quickly, but then the pandemic happened and like it blew up like crazy. So yeah, I guess like another question we want to ask is that you know how people sometimes get like famous on TikTok, like like overnight in a sense that even if you just post one video out there and it blows up and suddenly you're famous. So I guess we want to ask like, what was your initial reaction when like your videos started blowing up and um, when you started getting this like, big following? So how was that like? I can go first. So the first video that blew up, um, I didn't expect it. Of course, because I was really just posting random, like the most random videos. Like I was just following the trends early 2020. So when it blew up, I was like, oh my gosh, am I famous? I got like 900 followers. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm famous. And then, then yeah, I kept posting and posting. And the numbers just kept going up. So I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's cool because um, a lot of brands reach out 
to me and stuff and like for like collabs or like those new products and I'll like post it and yeah. That's all. What a progression. That's such a nice like I know first the followers and then you get like collabs, like branding opportunities, but um for me it it was it's my trajectory is a little bit different from other people because I only started growing my personal account like this year, but I was already present in a much larger TikTok account like previously. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm like attached to a company or a brand already. So they know me as that choppy girl, especially because I also appear in ads. So like my face also is like on the platform elsewhere, like when you scroll through like the opening, like when you open TikTok, you find sometimes you see my face. I mean, sometimes you see my friends' faces. So it's like, it's a different experience. And, but so like when working with Shopee, there really wasn't, I didn't really feel um, the impact of, the following and the people noticing me because I'm like oh it's a corporate account like it's not that that big of a deal like they won't really recognize recognize me but then when my personal account was the one that started blowing up it wasn't as positive because it blew up because well I apparently like my opinions well I had opinions that were too uh, my friends would say they're too progressive in a way, um, I was just defending a lot of like LGBTQIA rights mm-hmm. here, and um, a lot of conservative religious people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So getting, um, like, there's a lot of like, negative. Like that? Yeah, there's a lot of negative backlash, and but despite that, um, I was so happy because people I like looked up to like. And like followed before, we're starting to follow me, follow me back. And then I started to look at my following list. And I'm like, oh my God, why does it say friends? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it just, I'm like, oh, like they, they like my content. And like, they're like, they're, these are bigger accounts or like these are mainstream people. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's kind of amazing. You know? People appreciate the like, uh, opinions that they're too scared to say themselves. That's right. Like, yeah. a lot of people now on TikTok are starting to, like, voice out talaga their, their views on stuff. Like, there are some videos that I've seen that will probably offend, like, half the population. But the stuff that they're saying is, like, it's true. And, you know, it, it really does mm-hmm. um, look that way to the people who would agree. Then you look at all the comments and there's, like, the haters versus the supporters. And, you know, that I guess that's really um the shape that content creation is taking today. Like, you can't you really can't please yeah. everyone with everything that you do but if it's really who you are then don't like you shouldn't stop yourself from being expressive or progressive like and good then, on you. people will try to always find a way to post something negative so you really have mm-hmm. to learn to have like a thick skin um good thing like i had like some experience before like posting to my personal thing where I could actually like respond and it's like it was like comments directed at me yeah that's true a lot of the content creators that we've had on this show they they always talk about like having hate comments and then they're always just like but you know if they want to say it like that's on them like it's content for me also anyway because the video gets more comments and stuff like that so 
<laughs> turn it around na lang on them. Like, oh, if they want to be haters, it's fine. Like, it's entertaining naman, so. Yeah. Diba? I mean, <laughs> we've, we've always been scared of getting, like, hate comments too. Like, I think we got a dislike on one of our videos once and we, like, <laughs> we had a very amateur spiral. We were like, what did we do? It was so bad. Like, it's really like that. I think we just have to learn how to take rejection and that's how you end up like surviving in this industry or any industry in general um but yeah good it's on you guys the only, so it's still the only dislike we have anyway so. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> thank, yeah <laughs> to whoever that person was thank you for giving us the wake-up call but yeah hopefully our content's um impressing you now um mm-hmm. and like, like before we move on like i just want to add na parang, it's actually really nice to see in a way where there's two different like sides to it. You know, when people get famous on TikTok, for some, it's like in a positive way where they're they're like, oh, I'm like famous now. Like what Nikki mentioned about like um, people actually watch my content. Sometimes it's actually crazy to like begin to fathom. Like for example, 900 followers, like 900 people actually like watch your content. Sometimes you just need to like sit back and be like, like, holy crap, it's happening, diba? it's actually happening. And then for some, like Logan, diba? um, medyo, it becomes like um, controversial sometimes, like when you post something um, on TikTok and then people kind of like engage in the comments and whatnot, and that's what makes it big. So it's actually really crazy, like how many different possibilities um, can kind of like happen when it comes to, you know, Getting getting big online, right? so yeah. Oh, Go the ahead, super dude. <laughs> the super sakta for this next question. Okay, so oh, don't tell me I answered it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's a perfect deal. Yeah. So, like, you guys, someone, some, like, some of your content is for um promoting or or influencing for brands and getting like for work for Shopee and stuff like that. Um, but majority of your videos are nanga for. Just for you guys, just for entertainment, just for fun. So, how do you guys get like the courage to be able to share that part of yourselves with like complete strangers? Because I mean, like both of you have a significant amount of followers now. So to think, like in a real life perspective, if you put all of those that number of people in a room, that's how many people would be like watching. Like you guys do like whatever TikTok trends or talking about your own opinions on things. And that can be really like scary and intimidating. So, um, how do you guys get the the confidence to be able to share that part of yourselves with like the world with complete strangers? So, as I mentioned in the start, I was really shy to start posts because I was private first. So I would make videos already, but just like for friends, like I would like you know like twenty of my friends, and then when the pandemic, my best friend was like, "Oh, you should just." make it public and then see what happens. So at that time, like, I think it took me like how many takes just make one video, like, because like, I'd be like, oh my gosh, wait, no, I can't do that. They're like, oh no, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was so shy to post. And then uh, just because of like all the support of like my friends and family, I was able to gain that confidence to post it more. And also like, seeing the comments and people commenting like, oh my gosh, I super love it. Or like, like you make me laugh or stuff like that. So obviously gives it an extra boost to post more. So yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. I think fans underestimate the role that they play talaga in the like motivation of their like content creator that they follow. Stories looks like prang, you know, there's a big amount of people naman. Like, why would that one person matter to the to the person posting? But in reality, like each fan really like does matter. Like I'm sure if you guys could like say thank you to each one of your fans individually, you super would. Because for me, I'm the opposite. Like in the way that I'm, I've always been the type of person where just like I am who I am. If people don't like it, then that's their problem, you know. And um, for my personal TikTok, I try to be as candid and like as like unfiltered as possible. Like most for most TikToks I film, I don't even put on makeup. I film it like first thing in the morning when I get up. It's like it's more like a video diary. I'm just like telling people like I film what I want to film and I and if I don't want to film something or if I don't want to post something and I don't you know what I mean I'm not necessarily like following trends or um doing something to get views because at the end at the end of the day it's not my goal like social media is just a hobby it's something I enjoy doing for now um I enjoy creating content sometimes I, I do hop on trends but that's because I want to as opposed to trying to grow for my following or whatever And I think because of that, it's a lot more vulnerable as well. Because for some, some of my friends, they're like like solely like thirst trap TikToks or fashion TikToks or beauty TikToks, where their product isn't really themselves, but the information that they're giving to other people or their looks, as opposed to like their opinion, which can you get you can get a lot more hate for, and yeah. um, you know your personality, which people can decide that they don't like. You know, because they can either decide you're too cocky, you're too like you're too much, you're like not charismatic enough. You know what I mean? So it really depends. But if people like you and they, they like what you bring to the table, they get really really attached to you. It's actually really true. We've never heard it from that like perspective before. It's, it's usually like the super like traditional and on uh, fans really just like latch onto the content and then the content creator takes into account like what the fans want from them. We've had instances also where um, the the content creators have said uh, like they'll really take into account the, the kind of content that their fans ask for more of and then that's kind of what they direct their um, content into becoming, which I guess in a way can both um, enhance and stay away from your own quote-unquote personal brand and how you want yourself to be seen by everyone else but yeah that, that's really interesting to see it from that like side I've never heard it from that perspective before it's pretty enlightening because I think what people fail to take what people fail to take into account sometimes is that um, there's different content buckets within TikTok there's like so many niches and subcultures and subgenres yeah and different different groups are going to have different types of people watching me and yeah So yeah, they're gonna react differently. Some people are just gonna look for something to be mad at, and then some people have really nice audiences. Yeah, that's you true. Know, so and really an audience for literally every kind of um person now on that platform. It's crazy the type of content that some people think of. Like I can't imagine the thought process that they went through to be able to think about doing something like that. Kind of have to unlock like an extra part of your brain or something like that to be able to <laughs> conceptualize. There's some really like weird. Like the cake, the the cake pop trend. I super enjoy watching the videos of that. But then there's some where people like use their pets 
the whole like the the cake pop then they grab it from them like how do people even think of like doing stuff like that it's crazy like that's obviously not because a fan told them hey can you do this that's really from like oh this is what i enjoy doing this is what i think other people enjoy watching too but it's primarily for me and so that i can have fun with it yeah it's crazy man you can literally think about anything like the <laughs> most right. random it's thing in the, the world it's probably on tiktok like for sure diba and like you know with shopee diba if you think of like an item that you would probably buy online it's probably on shopee diba so yeah It's crazy talaga. And it's really nice to like have this like two different perspectives. Nga. Like complete opposites talaga. Diba? But, but I guess um, in a sense, you know, authenticity is key. Like, like when it comes to creating content. Diba? Because whether you're the type to really think about like what you're going to post, like take time talaga. Or you're the type to just put it out there like, you know, like just as is. You know, the important thing at the end of the day is that you're being yourself and, you know, the, the people who actually, like, um, consume your content and, like, support your content, they're the ones who, like, keep, keep you motivated. And, you know, speaking of motivation, so I guess we can, like, <laughs> move to the next question. Um, so in the pandemic, we've kind of, like, took to social media like more, you know, as a form of entertainment, especially since we're at home only most of the time. And um, yeah, and, you know, TikTok is one of like the big platforms out there that people go to every single day. And, you know, it's a source of like good vibes, you know, for people who like feel burned out or, you know, feel like down, you know, especially when they're at home long and they're all sad and stuff. They just go to TikTok or any form of like, content online and you know look for their like favorite content creator and you know they they feel better afterwards so i guess we want to ask like how does it feel um to kind of have like you know like tiktok or any other online platform and see it as a form of like uh, motivation or a source of good vibes you know for people you know especially during the pandemic I think for me, um, TikTok as a platform is very unique because the line between content creator and viewer is very blurred. Unlike YouTube, where like there's a there's a clear YouTuber and there's clear viewers. Whereas for TikTok, if you want to participate in trends, the barrier of entry is very low. Yeah, and so I feel like. The, the, like the community aspect that that gave, especially during the pandemic, was very helpful in bringing people together. It made people look forward to a new thing every week. And as someone who had to make content as like, their job during that time, with the content, content calendar and everything, you could, like, and someone who, like, noted, as someone who also, like, noted down the trends and stuff, um, you could really see, like, the enjoyment people were getting from each other and how they could build, build how they could build off specific trends and um how these trends were relatively easy enough for other people to do so that it would spread a lot more easy like a lot easier if that makes sense yeah. Mm, yeah. 
So I think it's a community aspect. Honestly, it's the source of motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, like I said a while ago also, like when I make videos, I really, um, not only do I make them like for myself, I also make them for others. Like if I make something, I want to make sure that not only I will enjoy it, but other people will also enjoy it. And um, you can see the man because like, you know, when you watch videos and for example, you enjoy it, like you laugh or like you like it, but then there are some people who go like the extra mile and like comment and say like, yeah, this really inspired me and stuff like that. So I think that's my answer. So yeah. Yeah. It's true. No? Getting a comment like that, you know, <laughs> I was inspired by your content. Today. Yeah, that's why it's like a two-way inspiration, like, you know, like, yeah. They inspire you to make more content and then you inspire them by making your content and then they get inspired and they inspire you again. Yeah. And I like what Logan said yeah, about um, it being like a community where people can like just put content out there. Like no matter who you are, you don't have to like have the most like fancy stuff to post. And whatever it is that you post, someone out there will appreciate it. And, you know, having this sense of, like, yeah. a community to kind of, like, um, be a part of, even if it's, like, online during these times, it's really vital, actually. Since, you know, we don't really go out too much anymore and interact with people. So, yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, the world's kind of in limbo in terms of, like, our situational status right now because, you know, yeah. the new variants coming in and everything, like... It's really hard to tell if like it's good. the end of COVID is like near inside. Hopefully it is not like us. <laughs> as much as we love like having conversations like this online, like it doesn't beat face to face. Like this oh, shit, yeah, it's really sure. an irreplaceable like feeling to be able to converse in that way. Um, but that being said, you know, the pandemic has lasted what it's almost at its two-year mark now since us yeah. here in the Philippines got into the lockdown, which is really crazy to think. And, you know, if someone were to ask, like, when you thought this would end, we'd probably wouldn't even have any answer that would be within the next year. I mean, hopefully that's not the case. But um, I guess if the pandemic never happened, like, the way that it did, like, what do you guys think you'd be doing now? Like, would you still be posting content or would you be more focused on other things because i know this this year and a half really gave a lot of time for people to kind of go into new ventures and a lot of people turned to tiktok for that but who knows if ever things were different if you know face-to-face was never cut off Baka a lot of content creators wouldn't exist today so what do you guys think you'd be doing if um the pandemic never happened um, I mean, for me personally, I was already a content creator professionally even before the pre-pandemic. So I'd still be doing the same thing. I was already on TikTok beforehand. So I think I'd still be pushing for that, except my friends and people around me would still probably think it's cringe if it didn't blow up. You know, they're like, Logan, TikTok, what's that? It's so gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I think I'd still be on there because I, I, I do believe in the power of social media and its growth. And I've always seen the potential in it. 
And so like, when, I, when it did blow up, I just felt vindicated in my judgment. It just like, I should have put in stock, I should have bought stock, name Moon. Just yeah, so like, yeah. like <laughs> I knew, you know, I knew it. And I'm like, I felt so like gloaty and I bragged to all my friends. I'm like, you guys are like new. You guys are like, you guys are only starting now. I've been here for, like, for, for a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was just, I was quite happy about it, so. Rightfully so. I mean, you got the like advantage to have started it early. So when people were still trying to understand how the app worked, you could look at them yeah. and be like, oh, you want me to teach you how to do this? You want me to teach you how to like get more comments, more followers, more likes? How about you, Nikki? <laughs> um, um, for me, I don't know if if the pandemic didn't happen, I don't know if I will be on TikTok. Because like what I said, I started it because of the pandemic also. Yeah. But it's always been cool to like grow my social media. So maybe I would have, but I wouldn't know what, what it would be like. Maybe I would have started later also. Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. not polar opposites, no. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's so cool. This is the first time where, like, the guests that we picked have really two different sides to tell. Because we never, like, I think up to this point, we've never had um, a content creator who started um, pre-pandemic. So we never really got to um, see the situation of like how the app was like starting to grow because no one really had that um experience to share since everyone kind of got on when it was like super blowing up so to be able to see it um from a side where um they joined when the app was starting to grow and someone who joined you know when the app was already like in the middle of growing to look at it's really nice to hear um two sides of like one topic so you know, I guess, like, you know, for, for the, the people listening out there, you know, maybe being that you guys were able to, like, share, like, this part of yourself, like, your, your whole self, like, online, you know, um, that's not, like, an easy thing to do, you know. So maybe do you guys have, like, any words of wisdom to give to, like, aspiring content creators out there, especially for the ones who might be, you know, scared about like posting content because it's it's like a hump there's like a hump when it comes to like posting content like you really have to get over the hump of like you know doubts insecurities of like what people may might think and all that so what like words of advice can you give to to those who you know want to be like you guys just being your true authentic self online and like posting content um i think what i would say is to surround yourself with like a good support system you know like family friends and family because um it's really nice to have those people around to motivate you and you know give you that extra boost and also i think um what i would also say is just to do do things that make you happy you know like because at the end of the day you're the one who's going to make the content and the videos so regardless of all the hate comments, as long as you know that you're being true to yourself and what you're posting out there is what makes you happy. I think that is good. So yeah, that's my advice. For me, my advice is examine 
why you're posting content. If you you're posting um, because you want to make it, you make you want to make it your profession, you have you have to have a different approach. You know, you have to be consistent, be disciplined, post even if you don't want to. But if you're a person who is posting, you know, as a hobby, as a personal endeavor, you know, you can post when you want. So you have to know why you're posting and what your motivations are behind it. Because I won't shame people for wanting to be famous and wanting to be influencers because, you know, like they, being having a little bit of clout and being sent stuff is nice, you know, especially, and also it is a stable career now, you know, as we've seen from like older and, and different content creators from other platforms, like it's a viable source of income. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I won't name and shame people for like wanting that. Um, but you have to examine why you're posting content. If you wanted to post content to gain popularity, um, to make this your job, you have to treat it like a job. If you, you're posting content as a hobby, as a diary, as expression, as whatever, you treat it as such. So there's a corresponding action to your objective, basically. That's what I would tell people. So you have to check with yourself. Why are you posting? Because if it's to make you happy and you can't deal with the hate comments, it's fine. But if it's you want it to be your career, you'll have to grow a thick skin and you'll have to be able to post even when you don't want to. Or if you don't think the content's good enough, you have to be consistent with it. Actually, very true. Yeah, right on. That's actually, yeah, that's how it should be talaga for all kinds of content creators. If you are going to post like have a clear objective of whether you want it to be for yourself, for fun, for your friends, or have it be professional. I mean, the opportunities will come and go like circumstantially. And if they do, like, congrats. If they don't, I guess, another learning experience on how to improve. And like what Nikki said also about surrounding yourself with a good um, support system, that can really help with all of the hate comments and everything that, you know, are gonna maybe discourage you guys to continue um, doing what you do. And, you know, they're really gonna come and go, but no matter what, um, just continue to be yourselves through this platform. And, you know, even if like, it's just one person who enjoys your content, that's still one more that's person one whose life you're making so much better. Um, mm. But yeah, we do have um, one more question. It's one that we don't include um, in the the doc spiel that we give out um, ahead of time. So when we started this podcast, I was like, well, at the time that this episode gets released, it will be on almost the one-year mark. Um, we were just, you know, a group of friends literally had no aim for the show. We just thought we'd be recording ourselves, talking about literally whatever we wanted every week. Um, no clear, like, goal in mind. Um, but when we started getting guests, we were really like inspired and we saw this as an opportunity to, you know, not only have like really in-depth conversations, but also to help these people um, share what they love doing with the rest of the world. Because it's not every day that you get to have conversations like this. And that's why we kind of rebranded to becoming a show that, you know, reunites people, brings people together like this, um, while motivating the passionate to pursue what they love doing and 
you know, hopefully through our podcast platform, we were able to help you guys you know, realize why you love doing this, why you love doing what you do, and that, you know, um, you're really helping make a lot of other people's like lives so much better through these really um, tough times. Um, but on your end, the spectrum, having been our guest and having met everyone here for the first time, um, how do you guys feel having gone on this podcast adventure with us today? Um, a very good decision that I said yes. It took me a while to respond. And, but I think it's also good because um, I'm also able to why I do this, like do what I do, like mm-hmm. poses. And it's also nice to be able to share my experiences and what I like believe with the viewers and other people. So yeah, I think this is a good decision. Yes, we're <laughs> happy you said yes. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I realized my, my, my job and my career and everything, my life is weird. You know, it's not the normal people, like life trajectory. It's not even a normal influencer trajectory. So like it made me realize how lucky I had, I was to have the opportunities that I did and the like, and everything opening up to me at the right time and having the right systems in place and support systems and experiences beforehand that prepared me for it. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. Social media is a tough job. You have to have your feet firmly planted on the ground and your head firmly set on your shoulders or else like everything will get to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very true. That's a very scary realization. (laughs) It's all good. You know, every, everything that we take is not criticism. It's all like advice and ways to know how to improve. And, I think, you know, having seen this episode play out today and even the first two that came before it for this topic, it really makes us realize how, like, you know, people are really just people. Like, getting to see you guys, like, through a screen in, like, our phone or computer, it's different from actually getting to hear, like, the stories behind everything. And it's a really nice way to bridge the gap between creators and audience because you know the goal of this topic was really to help people realize that potentially everyone is a content creator everyone has the capability to get themselves onto um this whatever platform they see fit um for them and to help them realize that you know there really is no separation in like hierarchy between content creators and the people who view them like everyone has the opportunity to be anything that they want and getting to hear like your side of like why you guys love doing what you do it really like humanizes the concept of being a content creator and you know being fellow amateur content creators really do appreciate being able to you know um relate to the stuff that you guys did share and really did learn like a lot, a lot. Like this, like it's it's really amazing to like how we we don't even really know the people that we picked for the episode, and then after we're like, oh, there's no one better that we could have gotten for 
all yeah. of these. Yeah, the one we always say that, but it's true to all the people who have been listening since the start. We say that a lot, but it's very true. If you could sit mm-hmm. in our shoes right now and like see the amazing accomplishments of all the people that we have on our show, it really is a source of motivation for us to continue doing this and to keep on um, helping people realize what they love doing. So, yeah, we just want to thank um, both of you for being here with us again. Thank you for saying yes to us. I know this was an easy um, episode to plan, but nevertheless, we're so grateful that we were able to sit down and have a chat with you guys today. No longer strangers, only new friends. Um, and yeah, thank you to everyone who's been listening to our content, um, everyone who continues to support our show. We'll be plugging Nikki and Logan's socials in the description of our YouTube. Um, video so you guys can definitely check out all of their socials for sure they have a long way to go they're all gonna blow up like no question the manifestations on this show seem to work so we're gonna say it again that these two are gonna blow yeah, up yeah. Like, even more <laughs> than they already have but um yeah to everyone who's been listening thank you this has been another episode this is podcast um we'll see you guys next time one, two, three, four. Thanks for tuning in to our screw up sesh. We'll hope we'll see you again. Screw up sesh, screw up sesh. Thanks for tuning in to our stupid podcast.